You're listening to the official podcast, Motivational Mondays with Turo and Zen. Douglas Vermeeren, is that correct? Am I pronouncing yeah, it correct? Yeah, Vermeeren, close enough. It's pretty Vermeeren. good. Okay, great. I used to live in France too, yeah. so I've heard all kinds of accents on my name. I also lived in China too, uh-huh. and there. They just Whoa. they just stuck with Douglas. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, so we're good. We're yeah, I'm gonna just call you Douglas. Douglas is the producer and the director of three out of the out of the top ten sorry personal development movies ever made: The Opus, The Gratitude Experiment, and The Treasure Map. And now he's revealing his new hit film, How Thoughts Become Things. Now this goes deeply into the personal reality creation content that has yet to be committed to film and he's brought about a few friends such as Bob Proctor if you know who he is again um personal development um king is what i call him um he's brought together he's brought together so many friends that are going to help us here in terms of getting around how to practically make thoughts become things and it's a movie trust me it's a movie to behold i watched it myself of course and um, we're going to talk about it really 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 soon and doug also researched his success strategies from business leaders and companies such as nike i think they call it nike in other places nike reebok uh fruit of the loom fedex american airlines and i can go on and on and on trust me the list is very 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 long and Fox Business referred to him as the modern-day Napoleon Hill. Wow, that's a big title. So the modern-day Napoleon Hill. He's a regular featured expert on Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, CTV, and CBC, and many, many, many others. Currently, his program, Personal Power Mastery, is rated as number three in the entire world for the most powerful personal development seminar. And he is recently authored the international bestseller, uh, best-selling book, Personal Power Mastery. Mastery, sorry. So I want to welcome to the show Motivational Mondays. Um, I think that introduction was more than enough, uh, Mr. <laughs> Doug. As we explore how thoughts become things. Welcome, Doug. Well, I appreciate you having me, and uh, it, it's cool because, as you you and I both know, we had such a hard time connecting. But I'm so Boy. glad that we did it. We did it. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. I mean, to to have you on the show is 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 really again, you know, a blessing. You know, sometimes to say that things happen for a reason, and that's definitely how it is. Uh, regardless of the back and forth, I'm sure the audience really don't know the back and forth that happened. Um, but again, it was supposed to happen. And we're here to share and, you know, explore how thoughts become things so that persons obviously can achieve um, their goals. Now, before I start, because, you know, obviously we have we have so many questions, but I know a lot of things are going through um, a lot of persons' uh, mind right now. And being mentioned, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, like what? What does that mean to you? How how does that feel? Wow. Yeah. It it, it it's quite a uh, title with responsibility, and yeah. I think the reason they gave it to me is because, um, well, two two things. One, my journey actually started because of thinking Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill. Wow. And kind of the the way that that evolved is I decided to do what Napoleon Hill had done, and I went out and I started interviewing all the top achievers, like what he did. 
Yeah. In his day to write his book, he interviewed people like Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, the Rockefellers, the Wrigley's and so forth. Mm -hmm. And when I read that book, I decided this idea of you become like the five people you surround yourself with most of the time. Yeah, um, That's true. And so I wanted to go out and start really learning from the world's top achievers as well. And so mm -hmm. I went out and I started interviewing the top achievers in our day. But what I discovered is, or what I tried to discover anyways, is um, in Napoleon Hill's day, when he wrote Thinking Grow Rich way back in the 1930s, there was a lot of things that were not the way they are now. Obviously, yep. the internet but, has yeah. changed a lot. But in Napoleon Hill's day, also a lot of the people who were celebrities and athletes, they weren't making the kinds of money that they were making today. Even the training that they did and the way that they built to become an athlete or celebrity yeah. is totally different yeah. than it, right. it was in 1930s. So I, I included a, a group there that Napoleon Hill never studied before. The other thing that I did is um, there's a lot of business models, especially mm -hmm. with the internet mm -hmm. that never existed, you know, in right. the 1930s at all either. Right. So yeah. I studied a lot of people who created some things that um, it's, it, it was a new dynamic. It was a new way to look at it. So mm -hmm. quite frankly, I, I definitely endorse a lot of the things that Napoleon Hill taught. But yeah. a lot of what I've discovered has added to that and has given us a more complete picture how nearly anyone now can do this, especially with all of the tools and technology and support that's, that's available now. It's never been available until now, right? Yeah, true. So you're, so you're, what you're saying is that when you were trying to make the movie, um, you know, any get-go, you also had an idea that you wanted it to be slightly different from the traditional side of what persons know for personal development. You wanted something more modern? Did you have that in mind when you started? I, I think the idea is more modern, but I think yeah. the, the way that I kind of like to look at it is I wanted it to be extremely practical. I wanted yeah. it to be yeah. easy for people to apply. I wanted to take away the mystery and I wanted to take away the question marks. I wanted to make mm -hmm. it so that those people who maybe have attempted before in the past to get to success, you know, through using other tools and maybe yeah. they weren't able to succeed at first or maybe they didn't reach the high level of success. I wanted to give it to them now. Right? Like I wanted to give them those opportunities now that they've never had before. So I, I feel like we've been really successful. We've seen a lot of people um, really able to create a stronger outcome. Yeah. And I guess, you know, one of the things, and, and I, I'm certainly not meaning to sound critical, mm -hmm. but in the past, what I've seen is a lot of people have gotten their lessons, say, for example, from attending someone's seminar or uh, reading a book or whatever. Mm -hmm. But most of the people who are teaching those seminars or reading those books or calling mm -hmm. themselves life coaches and stuff, um, let's keep it real here for a minute. Most <laughs> of them will, will watch a movie like The Secret and then tomorrow they call themselves a life coach. But they don't, mm -hmm. they don't really have the life experience like none of them have ever really built big success or yeah. someone will call themselves a business coach or whatever and they'll read a book or they'll <laughs> go to a tony robbins seminar and yeah. tomorrow they'll call themselves a coach but uh, they've never personally yeah. built like a business over seven figures or eight figures so the things that they're teaching what i've noticed is that they're somewhat incomplete and there's a lot of ideas that i learned with firsthand meeting with the top achievers that's often missing from what a lot is what's taught and that's why many people are held back because they're they're really kind of following the ideas that people are sort of saying hey this is common sense this is what you should do mm -hmm. but they're only giving them a, a partway view right and yeah. so even with this film we try to share a lot of things that we felt were the pieces that were missing to help people really get to that true next level mm -hmm. and not just the good intentions of a next level but yeah. the real meat of what it takes so, for example, one of the things that, you know, and there's a lot that we found that, you know, as I studied the 400 achievers, that's, that's 
different than what you're experiencing with a lot of regular personal development. But one of the big things in this film that I think is, is very interesting is number one, um, a lot of times people are told that they need to think always positively or yeah. in an empowered way or any of these things in order to get something manifested in their life, right? Well, the truth is, is we're humans and we do have negative thoughts from time mm -hmm. to time and we are afraid of things from time to time and we do experience challenges. Yeah. And the truth is, is that negative aspect is actually necessary to manifest, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so we talk about that in the film, but that's something that I don't hear other people saying that it's okay mm -hmm. if you're not being perfect. It's okay yeah. if you're not always optimistic or hopeful or positive, right? So, yeah. um, you know, there's, there's a lot of really cool things that we unfold that maybe you don't hear very mm -hmm. often. Wow. So, uh, really makes what we're doing quite different yeah i mean i mean that's like one of the things as you said you know it's more practical it's more um realistic um i think more than anything i think it was managing the fear that you were getting down to um i'm trying to remember one of the ladies that spoke she was yeah. speaking about the spiders and you know the fear she had that's of spiders right. and what's not and she actually went out there to do the research on these spiders to realize okay well this spider, you know, is not necessarily as scary as it seems, but however, this spider is one you should, you know, obviously look out for. And it was more so managing the fear, I think, I think was the thing she was getting down to because yeah, it will come. And, and I think, yeah, and, and the thing that she kind of talked about, uh, about fear is you remember that she talked about that fear is generally because of things that we don't know about, right? Correct. Our imagination yeah. creates a reality that's not based on fact. Right? right, and when we understand the facts, the true facts, then we can actually begin to really evaluate rather than be afraid. Yeah, and it's true there are some things that are dangerous to us in real life, right? And spiders yeah. too. There's spiders <laughs> that are dangerous to us, but we've got to be careful that we don't blanket label everything because of our imagination and create uh, danger where none exists. Right? Agreed. That makes sense. Yeah, and, and it's also kind of cool that you talk about fear because one of my favorite letters so far that we've gotten back from people who watched the film was actually from uh, an 11 year old boy who had seen the film and he was experiencing fear. And mm -hmm. um, he, uh, he wrote to me that some of the things he was afraid of was being bullied at school. Uh, he was uncertain and fearful about school because he didn't you know, know if he was able to perform or create mm -hmm. or do things to the level that was expected of him of his teachers and his parents. So yeah. that was fearful. And then he also had mentioned that one of the other things that was very fearful for him is right now with the COVID virus going on, um, he felt like a lot of the conversations were directed towards adults, right? Yeah. Yeah. All this talk about the borders closing and work and, you know, government relief programs and all these things. And he says, as an 11-year-old kid, he says, I think we got forgotten in the conversation. And I see the adults acting a certain way. And I'm really afraid, mm -hmm. right? Which I can understand. Oh. Nobody's really oh, talking yeah, to the kids yeah. about this experience as much, yeah. right? And so um, he basically just said that, you know, when I saw the film and some of the strategies that we shared there about overcoming fear, that it was very helpful to him. Wow. So I was I was very happy to hear that. Wow, yes. I, I, I would yeah. definitely be moved by a comment like that. And that's true. I, I find that the yeah. children are somewhat being left out and are not being considered. And that's I think that's throughout the entire time in, in, in life. Because I mean you talked about the basically the conditioning and what's not the worry. Uh, from the yep. get-go, you know, that you know, most of the things that we do, most of the things that we think about, even the same fears are kind of kind of 
put onto us. I'm not sure. I'm trying to find any words, sorry. Um, no, but you, it's kinda, you're, you're right. You're definitely yeah. right. And, and fear, the way that it appears, it's interesting. Let me maybe share it this way just to make it really interesting and simple. You've heard it said that your net work equals your net worth, right? right. But everybody always thinks about money. Net worth is money. It's mm -hmm. not just money. It's also what does your network find of worth? Like what do mm -hmm. they find valuable? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that even is the fears that they have. So your network, what are the things that they're afraid of? Mm. Because those fears oh. also become your fears. Yeah. If you're part of a community and a group yeah. that is uh, looking at things from a contracting, a jealous, a comparison, and a negative point of view, that's the way that a lot yeah. of that will rub off on you. Correct. But Correct. if you're from an abundant point of view, if you're people that are looking for, you know, uh, expansion and opportunity and you're looking at it, um, again, maybe not from a wealth, but an abundance point of view, meaning the yeah. universe has enough, you're enough, you can yeah. do this. Yeah. And if that's the group you hang out with, those are the feelings and beliefs that will flow to you, right? Oh. And, and, and so it's, it's very exciting. And so... I guess, you know, how do we say this? Let's challenge the audience right now. Level <laughs> up your people, right? Don't yeah. go with the low, the slow, and the no. Correct. Go with the high-level people that support yeah. you and that want the best for you and that are looking to expand you. That's, that's the group you need to hang out with, right? Don't, don't hang out with scarcity, shallow-minded, critical, <laughs> complaining people because it's not going to lead you to better things, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's... Well, I mean, already what we do, what we normally do in the show, right? At the end of the show, we have something that we mm. call um, gem of the day, which is usually like a quote that kind of sums up everything. And I already feel like we have so many gems already. Yeah, like this, <laughs> this yeah. Is amazing. Well, we're having fun. We're yeah, having I mean, fun, this, right? This is truly amazing. And I mean, um, you know, it goes back to the whole theme and the whole name of the, the movie itself, how thoughts became, how thoughts become things. And how did you have the thought for that to actually become a thing? How did you have, well, have that thought? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool question. And <laughs> to be honest with you, it, it wasn't, I think, just one thought. Yeah. The truth is, is as I was originally interviewing the 400 of the world's top achievers, I started doing those interviews when I was about 19. Well, I really noticed a shift in my thinking. And mm -hmm. I couldn't really even describe it. I just noticed, I started looking at things different, right? Mm -hmm. And so even at that point, I was like, maybe there needs to be, you know, a lesson around this or something. How do you teach it? And then as people began to start inviting me to speak, which I never had any intention to be a speaker, but they started inviting me. Oh. I started sharing how my thoughts yeah. changed. And so I recognized that other people found that powerful. Mm -hmm. Then I did um, three movies before this one. Yeah. And I, I knew that the thoughts needed to fit in there. And we kind of talked about it but we shared other strategies a little bit, right? Like yeah. some, of the, some of the other things were, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe more accented, maybe more recognized in those other films. And yeah. then one day I had a friend who literally said to me, he goes, uh, he was kind of talking silly. He's like, yeah, you know, thoughts become things. And as he was mm -hmm. talking about it, I was like, yeah, but how? Mm -hmm. Like how? Mm -hmm. And so from there I said, listen, I got to find the answer on this. And as I started digging into it and then, you know, talking with people who were my friends, some of them that are in the movie, I realized that this really hasn't been a conversation yet. Yeah. People say it, they say, yeah. you know, what you think about comes about and mm -hmm. all these things, but they just, they, they never really clearly articulated the how. It's kind of like so many people right now, if you, if you read on social media, you got all these people teaching entrepreneurs, they say, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to get up early, you got to go to bed yeah. late. Yeah. Well, that's all really good advice. But what am I supposed to do during that time? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I tell people to it's work true. hard, true, yeah. but, but working hard is never the goal. It's what you do for the work. 
right? Yeah. That's what makes it productive or not productive. And in fact, to be honest with you, I think the worst thing in the world to do is wake up early and go to bed late unless you have a plan. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, what are you going to do at that time? And so, you know, with how thoughts become things, we wanted to answer how they really do become things mm-hmm. and then give people some things that they can really work with, right? Yeah. Some things that you can do, not just talk about, but do. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Again, um, the whole practicality um, behind it is, is so, so important. Um, I think that's why we also did the show Motivational Mondays. Um, it's like, you know, motivational quotes and stuff are all cool, all dandy, and motivational videos are, are great as well. But we all know that motivation, you know, basically is temporary. Let's face it, you know, it's temporary. Well, it, also, I think that sometimes, and, and again, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to keep it real, right? That's fine. We like real. Sometimes, sometimes we throw around motivational quotes so much that they sound nice. We like how they sound. We write mm-hmm. them on our computer. We put them on our screensavers. We post them on Facebook, but we don't do anything about it. We don't really do anything. We just say, yeah. hey, like even this idea that you become like the five people you hang around with. So let me ask, how many of the listeners actually went this week and found a way to up-level at least one of the five people that you're hanging around with? You know, we, yeah. we say it, but we don't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, right? very true. Very true. So and it kind of takes back to talk fear is as well. cheap. It is. Too talk cheap. is cheap. <laughs> it's easy to, to blab and squawk, but you need to get out there and really do something yeah exactly exactly and it all ties back to the same fear which is why i'm glad we're all talking about this because um there are times where persons may feel the need to upgrade their circle but they are afraid that you know their old friends will feel a way about it they're afraid that they're going to hurt feelings they're afraid that they may not find the person that they're supposed to be around and it just keeps going on and on and on until it's just like okay um you know it's just too much thought behind it basically and they're just like let's let's go with what we're comfortable with um, so there's so many things. I'm, I'm loving well, this discussion I, I, I think that that's also, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's a danger, and I'm glad you mentioned that. See, many people think that in order to, to hang around with better people, they have to leave the people that they've already got, mm-hmm. and that's actually not true either. Mm-hmm. You just choose to learn and spend time deliberately, mm-hmm. intentionally with people at a higher level. That doesn't mean that you ditch the others. In fact, you know, one of the things that I found that's really incorrect, remember I said a lot of the teachers and gurus and speakers today are teaching some incorrect stuff. Yeah, one of the things yeah. that I keep hearing repeated that is incorrect people. You hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is if a person's an abuser, that's true. You need to get rid of abusers, but that's not the same as a toxic person. Mm. Most of the time, a toxic person is somebody who just doesn't make you feel comfortable. And so anytime something doesn't make us feel comfortable, we dismiss it. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Which it's not the correct way to do it. It's mm-hmm. not the correct way to do it. If you look at all top achievers, people at high levels, they don't run from problems. It's they actually them. address the problem and mm-hmm. they manage the problem or they solve the problem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you look at this, there's really only two kinds of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there's two kinds Control. of toxic person, so to speak. There's a person that is a complainer and we know mm-hmm. that they never, ever have solutions. They just complain, yeah. complain, yeah. complain. Right. But you know what? If you know what your power is, if you know what you really want with clarity, you don't have to endorse that complaining. You don't have to like, subscribe, and follow. You mm-hmm. can build your boundaries, and you can decide what you're going to believe. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're eliminating them. You just, again, say, listen, what you're saying doesn't work for me, right? Yeah. right. So that's one way of managing them. <clears throat> the other thing that we need to be aware of is there's a second kind of person, which is a critic right mm-hmm. so there's complainers and there's critics now with a critic the thing that most people don't understand 
is that most of the time a critic actually has some value. In yeah, other words, correct. they may share some facts. They may mm -hmm. share some solutions. They may say some things that you need to change, right? You just might not like to hear it. Your ego may get in the way. Like I remember mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, I had some critics who said, listen, you shouldn't hang around with those guys. Or, you know, they, you, you, know, you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't yeah. go there. Or maybe for a job, this isn't a good thing for you. Or you should do good in school or whatever. But the things they were saying were kind of right. They protected me. Mm -hmm but I didn't like to hear it because yeah. I had my own ego about yeah, what was right yeah. for me, right? And so I think we have to be very careful about dismissing a critic too quickly. They're a person who cares, they're just not a good communicator. Yes, right? And if, if, if we wanna be a top achiever, rather than exclude things and contract against things, what we should do is we should say, we're trying to expand. And we're trying to understand things. Mm -hmm. And even though somebody may not say something that we like to hear, we're going to consider it. We're going to be teachable. Yeah. We're going to be willing to listen. And that's not to say that every critic has value because sometimes critics say things that maybe aren't right for it. Yeah. They yeah. don't know enough details. But we should be willing to listen and we should try to understand it. And when we're well, open for the feedback, right, then we can evaluate. And my advice is take the best, ditch the rest. And that's your responsibility. You can decide, oh. but unless you're willing to hear it, yeah. you'll never know if it's good for you or not, right? Yeah. We've got to swallow our pride a bit and hear things, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love that. I was, I was watching, uh, I was watching the same how thoughts become things, and I think that was one of the things that stood out to me. I'm like, he literally just said, like, don't cut off the toxic people. I, f I find that's the only advice that really goes out, you know cut off yeah. the toxic people. They're not for you. They're not for you. And I mean, um, I, I remember a quote that was basically saying, if you don't have haters or critics, then you're doing nothing. All right. Well, the, the other thing yeah. too is that it is, I think it's, it's dangerous because now anybody that, you know, doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy all the time, you call mm -hmm. it a critic mm. or a toxic person. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is everybody that says something to you doesn't mean they're a toxic person. Sometimes you need to hear stuff that's hard. Yeah, right? You need correct. to sometimes be told that what you're doing isn't right. Mm -hmm. What you're doing isn't going to put you in a good spot. But nobody likes to hear that. So they just simply say, you're a toxic person. Leave yeah. me <laughs> no, that's not true. Sometimes you need to say, you're the, the person that needs some help here. Yeah. Even if it doesn't you know, feel comfortable to, to hear it, you need to listen up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that, and that happens on so many that happens on so many occasions where I, I find that we have this mentality where it's like okay we know it all already as you were saying yeah. you have to be teachable you have to be coachable and going out into a world thinking that you know it all is it's like a lot of things will offend you that's just yeah true. definitely true and you yeah. know the other thing too it's one of my mentors said this to me one time he says you can be rich or you can be right you mm. can be bold Mm -hmm. And I'm not just speaking about money there. I'm talking about all areas of life. You want to have more abundance? Well, then you need to be teachable. And if you're not teachable, you're destined to stay exactly where you are. And it's kind of that old saying that says, um, you know, that if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. Right? Yeah, so we, we need to be willing to do more things, right? Yeah, I love that. I love that. So uh, already some, again, some gems and a lot of value here. And I know that you were talking about how you came up with a name and how you were going about with it. And even that kind of attracted you to, to some speaking engagements that you weren't planning to. Uh, in terms true. of law of attraction, when it, in regards to thought, um, how, how does that work? Well, you know, I think if we understand that thought really is the beginning of everything, mm -hmm. right? you know, until we really kind of start seeing what the possibility 
these are. We can't really attract it. Yeah. In fact, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, if we kind of look at thought, uh, you know, first of all, we've got to recognize that thought is much more reactive than it is creative in most circumstances. Mm -hmm. So generally, again, the groups that we surround ourselves with, the programming that we've been subject to, the families that we live in, the culture that we're part of, the communities that we're part of, so much of that affects our thinking. In fact, even what we believe is possible. Yeah. And for us to now begin to attract things, there's two things that kind of need to take place, right? The first is, is that we need to become aware, right? Mm -hmm. What is it that we really want aside mm -hmm. from our programming? And most people don't take the time to ever think of that. They just sort of go on autopilot and yeah. this is the way that it is. People told me this is <laughs> yeah. how it is. So this is what it's going to be. And so we basically attract what everybody else attracts. And we kind of sit in the middle of average. That's about it. So we don't live extraordinary because we're settling, if yeah. you will, right? So that's kind of one of the first things. The second thing is, is once we have that clarity of what we do want, that awareness, mm -hmm. um, our brain really looks for two things. One, are we emotionally fired up about this? Okay. And by the way, not just positive emotions, because we'll take action on things that are negative emotions too. Yeah. If you yeah. look at what's going on in the world when things that hurt us or scare us or frighten us, we take action on that stuff, right? Yeah, correct. And things that inspire us and lead us higher, we take action on that stuff. Mm -hmm. But even with emotion, there are sometimes we don't take action. Thank goodness that's the case because quite frankly, people have cut me off in traffic before and I've gotten really emotional inside about it, mm -hmm. but I don't yeah. do anything about it. Thank yeah. goodness, right? Thank yeah. goodness, right? <laughs> and I've also had the opposite where something positive has happened. I felt totally inspired and then yeah. I don't do anything about it either. Oh. So the emotion is a big catalyst, but it's not the only one. The other thing is, is your brain needs to believe that if you do take action, that there will be an outcome that you desire, right? Mm -hmm. We don't generally take action on things we could do. We take action on the things we can do mm -hmm. and the things that we believe will produce the result we're looking for. Yeah. And so we need to understand that. And this is also why I believe it's so important to, to surround ourselves with people who believe at a high level, because if you've got, let's just say a family that doesn't believe in you, a family that's not, let's say entrepreneurial minded, but you want to be an entrepreneur. Every <laughs> time you try to do something, you're going to feel excited emotionally about it, but then they're going to come and say, wah, wah, wah. you can't do yeah. this. No one's ever done. That's yeah, a stupid idea, and they're going to shoot you down. And suddenly, because of all these things, you're going to doubt yourself, and then you won't have the power to go. But if you surround yourself with people that say, "Great idea, you could do this. That's brilliant," and this is how I did it, and here's some ways to do it, you're going to feel like I can do it too. And yeah, you're going to get started, right? And then you're going to start momentum, which is even more important than motivation, because once oh. the ball rolls, if it's moving, it's no longer as based on emotion anymore. It's based on the momentum of it. Right? Oh yeah, it becomes the habit, and so I think that that's that's a really important sort of procedure, if you will, that you need to go through. Wow, I love that how um, thoughts and law of attraction kind of tie together. And there were just a few yeah. things that you said that are quite important. I know that uh, I think it's I believe it's Einstein. Yeah, I believe it's Einstein. I actually said that one the wonders of the world is definitely compound effect, which is the, yes. the same momentum you're talking about. You know, that 1% every single day, you know, is going to add up. We have that snowball effect and it's all rolling over and just growing and growing and growing and growing. And, you know, surrounding yourself um, with people that are going to stretch your belief is, is so important, so, so, so important, as you so rightfully put it, in terms of the scenario with the family. Now, um, you also yeah. mentioned about the traffic and not reacting to it, which is great. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that we you hope. brought it up here. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm glad you brought it up here in terms of in terms of thoughts because in the movie, um, even though we're going to talk about some of the persons that you had um, in the movie, um, there was there was a person who actually mentioned that the mind is basically like the highways, the freeways. Yeah, Dennis you know, Waitley. Yeah. Dennis Waitley was talking about that. Brilliant, brilliant. The yeah, um, construction sites, the cul-de-sacs, all sort of things. And it's your thoughts that's the traffic. And that to me was, I, I had to press pause and we had to go back again, <laughs> right? That was, that was amazing. And um, that, just really put, that just really put the idea out there in terms of how important our thoughts are and not going on autopilot, not just going with the flow, not just, you know, just saying, okay, this is how it is. Um, and I think persons are kind of scared again, you know, fear comes in here, um, where yeah. that, that kind of pattern interrupt has to happen for them to get to a stage where they're actually attracting things or actually even believe as you were, as you were saying belief and emotion comes in that okay we can we can probably do this and that pattern Absolutely. interrupt is probably one of the scariest things um how did you go about with your pattern interrupt oh wow that's a great question i think <laughs> i'm having to do that every day so it's not yeah. just a one-time event <laughs> it's a constant reminder yeah. Um, so the one thing that I think is kind of important when we have in mind what we'd like to achieve, first of all, every goal, and, and this is maybe a way to, a good way to write it down. A goal that is specific and clear becomes attainable and near. Whoa. And so we need to understand what it is that we want. We need to understand that our current like programming again has a set that may be in contrary to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we need to always recognize that we haven't clarity what we want. We can start to measure what, uh, what arrives based on our clarity. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah. the, the, the challenge with most people, why they don't have a pattern interrupt is because they don't know what should interrupt the pattern. Mm. Yeah. Right. So in other words, I'll keep going. And when something, an opportunity appears, they haven't been clear enough to recognize, Oh, this is an opportunity that I need yeah. to get to yeah. what I want. And so it just passes by because mm. they've never been clear enough with it. So we need to understand that that's really one of the first things for pattern interrupt. The other thing we've got to recognize, well, why do we have the patterns that we currently have? Mm. Well, it's because at one point that gave you value. It yeah. gave you something, right? Every habit that you have at one mm -hmm. point was a, was a means to an end. And the thing that's kind of interesting about this is I think most people, even when they achieve whatever it was because of that brief habit, um, they don't reevaluate to see if that habit is still serving them. Yeah. Most of the time it's not, but it's a habit by now. So let's yeah, just carry on. And, and, and I was using this analogy with another reporter the other day. It was really funny. I said that most people, we can compare it kind of like technology, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but when I first got my first cell phone, it was one of those big monster blocks. And then I, and then I got one of those stupid flip phones. Remember, yeah. you know, the flip yeah, phone? Yeah. And oh. let's just say that that is like a habit. If I were to keep that flip phone and still have it today, I mean, you, you know, using that flip phone today, how would I be able to work and function in an environment that's now using, you know, these kind of phones? that's mm. got the ability to connect to not only the internet, but immediately put me on all social media platforms and connect with me with my banking and mm -hmm. taking pictures and creating video and everything your phone can do. Yeah. But let's just say I decided to stick with the flip phone that had, I think, the only thing I could do when it was play Tetris, really. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was it. it. It couldn't do much. Like, it had, like, maybe four ringtones and Tetris and that was it. no camera, no nothing. But oh. if I was to try and live my life in that way, the same way with my habits, I would be significantly outdated 
significantly behind in, in my ability to succeed. And I also would be to my true high values because my value is not Tetris and four ringtones. I want to live yeah. life to the fullest that it can exactly. be, right? Yeah. So I think that we need to be consistently aware. We need to look back at our current habits. What is it creating for us in terms of outcomes? <laughs> and if it's time to upgrade, I think, like I said, that the first thing you need to do is, is get some additional new people in your life yeah. who will help you upgrade. Because the truth is, is, again, we do what our peers kind of expect right? We perform more for others than we often will for ourselves. We rise to mm -hmm. the standards of our friends. That's why when we were in high school, your mom says, be careful of who you pick as your friends. It's true. <laughs> and, and, and we recognize that in high school, but we've forgotten that that applies even today. To today. Mm -hmm. Our friends that we have, the people we're with, the influences that we have, not only did they program us in high school and as a kid and all these things, we're being programmed right now. The programming mm -hmm. has never stopped, right? Whoa. Even the show, those tuning into the show right now, listening Correct. to us, they're being programmed. You're being programmed right now. It's <laughs> happening. And so you need to make wise choices about that, right? Yeah. I mean, every day, every day, every second year, your mind is actually, you know, growing. And you have thousands and thousands, dozens of thousands of um, thoughts within a day. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's absolutely amazing and, and so important to make sure you channel into those thoughts, know what you're doing. Um, look at those habits and of course upgrade your circle. I think that's one that's coming coming out pretty pretty uh common right here um in the I chat, you know. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's so 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 important. But I like the analogy with the phone and you're basically saying it doesn't have a camera. And there are a lot of us that are living without a camera, without a lens, and without a camera or a lens, you don't have a vision. Well you so that, that's I, I think is. that's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. You're perfect. missing so much, right? If you, if you don't get yourself dialed in in the right way, you're going to always be deficient. And, um, you know, I think, I think this is a challenge with many people is that we also don't realize, for example, it's pretty easy to upgrade your phone, right? If we stick mm -hmm. with this analogy for a second, you can head over to the mall right now. And e even because of the time that you put in with your current company, your phone company, they'll yeah. often give you the upgrade for free. Mm. But you need to decide what you want. You need to get yourself out there to the right places and make a commitment to get the sitting in front of Netflix, eating potato chips, and, and that's their life. They get up, they go to work, they come home, they watch their Netflix, they go to bed, they rinse, repeat the same day, again and again and again and again and again and again. And so making these changes is not as difficult as many people think. And you were kind of talking about earlier with Einstein, talking about compound interest, one degree mm -hmm. at a time. That's how mm -hmm. change happens too, by the way. So if you're one of these people that's thinking that you need to go out and like today, this is you. Tomorrow, you're a new master <laughs> of the universe. It yeah. happens that quick. It ain't yeah. going to happen that way, right? Yeah. Life happens in degrees. Life changes by degrees. And you start one step at a time, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is built in degrees. And so don't feel like it's going to happen instantly. It's kind of like some people think it's a light switch. You flick it on and the lights are on. That's it. It's not. It's like a dimmer switch where slowly but surely, even imperceptibly, you won't even notice some of the changes that you're making and one day you'll be someone new. That's how it's wow. going to occur. And obviously there are moments in life when dramatic things happen, where changes happen quickly, but for the most part, it's all going to be slow, steady, easy, and it's not even going to be perceptible. You won't even notice half the time. Wow. 
That's good. Yeah. That's really, really good. So we talk about a lot to do with the circle and the persons you, you hang around with. And you also mm-hmm. mentioned, I want to say something that I truly believe in. Um, again, not to be um, critical to anyone that's listening or watching, um, but you know, we, we tend to take a lot of our advice from persons who haven't been there. And I remember talking to one of my mentors, he was <laughs> saying, you know, if, if you don't, sorry, if you are taking advice from someone who you do not want to replace their lifestyle with your lifestyle with yeah and then you're talking to the wrong person and i think that's the same same the exact same thing we take it from friends and family which is totally fine but may not be the yeah. right family member and it may not be the right friend either because they may be in the same situation that's or even so a worse brilliant. Yeah. You're, you're totally right here's the other thing too remember i was talking about there's a high level type of people then there's the low the slow and the no most of the time people hang around with these people. So that's why they're making decisions like them and with them. Yeah. And, and I think it's really important. One of my mentors that I had a chance to visit with when I was doing my interviews with 400 world's top achievers said something really kind of interesting. And I'd never heard this before, but it's a motto of mine. Now he says, you'll never do a million dollar deal at a $10 breakfast. And now that's talking about networking, right? And doing yeah. business, but it applies to everything in life. If you want to have, a spectacular life at a high level where you're feeling enthusiastic and excited and energetic and inspired and all these things. You're not going to get that if you hang around with a low level group that mm-hmm. really is satisfied at, you know, at the lower level of things. Yeah. And so you need to understand that if, if you want to play big, you've got to start living with people who are thinking a bigger level. Now I'm not talking about fake it till you make it because fake it till you make it is a lie. That's pretending to be something that you're not, but mm-hmm. If you're really committed to living at a higher level, you're going to start doing things at a higher level. And that's what brings it. It's not like, let me put it this way. You don't uh, become rich by being rich already, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then you get the habits of rich people, right? No, no, no. You get the habits of rich people and you do the things that lead to becoming rich. So you've got to plant the seeds. It's kind of like that idea, that old saying that says, you've got to be it before you can do it, before you yeah. can have it. In yeah. fact, here's a really interesting thing that I think is powerful. And if we even look at this, I'm going to, I'm going to use my whiteboard behind me. Yeah, you see right. the title of how thoughts become things, right? right. <laughs> so if we write this down, how thoughts become and things. Well, most people focus on this side, mm-hmm. right? They focus on the thoughts saying, I've got to always think positive. I can't think fearful. I can't, right. I can't think negative, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not true. Right. The other thing is things. Most people are always talking about things. What, how do I get these things in my life? How do I have more money, more, uh, you know, nicer clothes, bigger house, yeah. better relationships, the fast cars, right? Well, the truth of the matter is, is this actually isn't even the powerful side. This is not the powerful side in this equation. Number one, our thoughts are always going to happen. There's nothing we can do about you know, some of these thoughts because we're human. You're always going to have some degree of negative thoughts. You're always going to have some degree of fear. In fact, whenever a thought arrives, even an inspiring thought, it's immediately followed by the fear. They arrive in pairs, right? They never arrive as one. You get a brilliant idea, all of a sudden right behind the brilliant idea, it's like, I'm not sure if I can do this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now you got to decide how are you going to find a way to manage the one, to get the one you want, right? And then this idea of things, the truth is, let's say you want a Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Well, your, your thoughts aren't creating, creating a Ferrari. The Ferrari already exists. It's mm-hmm. out there. I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've owned one. I've seen them all the time. Ferraris exist, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you get to that? So this is the side that's important, right? And this side, 
I'm just going to move my chair to have this even better. <laughs> yeah, that's um, this side here with this really deals with the how can I create the thoughts that are going to serve me best? <laughs> and then this idea of become, this is probably the strongest word here. And by the way, if you notice the subliminal marketing on here, we've actually put become is the only one that's small. It's because it's the one that's overlooked. It's mm. the one that's overlooked. But become is this. Jim Rohn once said, if you win the lottery and you want to keep the money, <laughs> right? You win the lottery, yeah. you have to learn how to become a millionaire very, very quickly, mm -hmm. right? You have to learn how to become. And if you think about this too, okay, so everybody focuses on this, the things, what you have, right? The things of what you have. In fact, many of the seminars even speak about what you need to do to get to what you have, mm -hmm. right? So do this, this, and this, and you'll get that. But most people don't understand if you really want to become successful and wealthy, it actually starts with what you become. You have to be it before you can do it, before you can have it. Correct. So if you learn about becoming, and that's what it talks a lot about in this movie, how thoughts become things. What are the changes you need to make? What are mm -hmm. the things you need to do to be able to rise up to that level? You've heard it said even in The Secret, for example, they said that everything vibrates as a frequency. You've heard that before? You remember yeah. that? Yeah, correct. You remember in The Secret? And so this idea of things vibrating at a frequency, well, it's how do you then become on the same frequency as the things that you want, mm. right? How do you get to those higher frequencies? That's the question, right? And that's what we really talk about a lot in the movie. Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of gems. <laughs> a lot a lot of gems here. And I like how <laughs> you're, you're looking at the... Valuable. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I, I like how you focus on the things that we can control um, as opposed to the things that we can't really yeah. control. I find that we always get mixed up and we're always focusing on those things that we can't control. And obviously, it brings about a lot of anxiety and stress. And, and then we, we feel, mm -hmm. and then afterwards, the negative thoughts kind of overthrow the positive when they do come. As you say, they come in pairs. That's um, true. But, but sometimes it's almost like we get more negative than the positive sometimes. And I think that's because well, of well, you know experiences. They, they arrive in pairs. They arrive in pairs. But where they arrive, they arrive into our programming, into our values, into our beliefs. And so if you've already got beliefs towards this idea of the negative, we always look now for more evidence to support Correct. what we already believe. Correct. And that's why surrounding yourself with right people is so important. Because if you are with a group that believes that everything's possible, you know, when those settle in, this is the one that immediately gains more power. Mm. But if you sit with a group that doesn't believe that or your programming already doesn't believe that, when they settle in, this is the one that rises. Right? Ah, and I might mention that if you are in a group that's not supporting you right now, number one, you can change the group, but number two, you can also have awareness towards what you want your future to be. So when they arrive into a situation of awareness, you can choose which one will gain power. You can mm -hmm. make that decision instantly. And it's okay to question what you believe is real. It's okay to question what you believe is possible. And it's okay to make a new decision. Things that you might have done in the past that didn't work or were questionable or hard or, or new or fearful, that doesn't mean that has to be the outcome that you create today. Yeah, correct. Right? You don't have to believe in that anymore, right? In fact, here's something interesting. One of my friends, like I still meet with a lot of the top achievers that I interviewed. Many of them <laughs> are still friends. One of them is, um, is worth about $800 million. He's a 75-year-old gentleman that made all his money. Uh, he had a retail store, which he still is a partner in, but he now does real estate. Right. and owns some massive real estate. And he was telling me something the other day. He said, even the word believe what you believe, he says is limiting because when you believe something, you believe a lie. 
Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Explain it. Teach me. And so he said, well, there's certain laws that are always going to be true, like the law of gravity and scientific laws. That's true. But he says the majority of people's beliefs are not based on laws like that. They're based on concepts or precepts or, you know, things that yeah. we gain because of our programming, right? And when we believe that that specific thing, not based on law, but just an opinion, when we believe that's the only way, like let's say for to make a million dollars, if you believe that there's only one way that you're going to make a million dollars, you've now eliminated all the other yeah. ways that a million right. dollars could be made because right. you believe this is the truth. This is it. This is the way that it is. And so when you believe something like that without having a teachability or an open mind, you suddenly create, create a lie because everything else becomes impossible for you to consider, right? You say this is the only way. And I think this is really... Um, I think uh, a damage to a lot of people and also our society is we believe that the way we've always done it is the way that it needs to be done. Yeah. And we yeah. also believe that our way is the only right way. Yeah. And it, it creates a lot of challenges. Like, you know, even if we look at these protests now, I feel so bad for what's going on because people yeah. don't realize that until we learn to embrace each other, and I don't care you know, what your background or skin color is, it's irrelevant. We are all attached. We are all joined. We are all the Correct. same Correct. inside. Everything about us is the same. Our souls are all connected the same way. And the minute that you eliminate anyone from that, I don't care who they are, any, anyone, even, even a handicapped person, right? Or whatever, anything you're eliminating, any kind of prejudice, right? We are actually creating a lesser version of ourselves, right? Mm, when we look yeah. in the mirror, we are less than we could be. Yeah. Right? Our highest potential is to expand. If you look at this, the universe, since the Big Bang, it's been in expansion mode. It's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Even a tree, it grows bigger and bigger grass. It grows taller and taller, everything. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you're operating against that and you're operating from a form of constraint or contraction or jealousy or comparison or anything mm. that's scarcity-minded, you're working against the entire universe. Not oh. just this is my opinion and I can, I, it's okay if I don't like certain people. No, the minute you even say that, you're yeah. limiting yourself, Correct. right? Even a simple excuse, right? So and so did this to me and often, you know, that group of people, they act this way or that way. And the minute you make an excuse like that, you're again contracting, mm -hmm. right? But the minute that we look for the best in other people and that we recognize that we're connected and that we're all part of this together and that our energies are all linked, that's when we expand and nothing can stop a person that's in full expansion mode. Nothing can. There's nothing that can stop you. The other thing that's kind of neat too is just remember this. The universe is an echo chamber. So how you decide to show up will determine what shows up for you. If you show up with negativity, anger, hatred, doubt, fear, challenge, anything, that's what's going to show up for you. You're going to get exactly the same back. But if you show up with power, and with love, and with insight, and with enthusiasm, and with excitement, and with energy, and with support to others, and with a desire to help, and a desire to make things bigger than they've ever been before, and better, that's exactly what's gonna show up for you. It's the way that it's always been. It's not something I invented. This is a law of the universe. Yeah. And until we all learn that we need to be on the same road to expansion, to create bigger, better, and amazing things, mm -hmm. we're gonna have a hard time. We need to all get on that page. Yeah. And the good news is, is we may not all get there today. <laughs> yeah, we may yeah, not because yeah. there's still some, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to call it like it is. There's still some pretty ignorant people out there who yeah. think that they're right, right? Mm -hmm. But as soon as one by one we start evolving, and here's a word, maturing and acting 
acting like adults and people who have this insight and taking mm -hmm. care of each other. As soon as we start doing that more, there will become a shift and there will be a tipping point. And I think it's on the way because I look at the generations that have come before and I'm not saying that, you know, my ancestors were specifically limiting, but I look yeah. at their generation and their generation didn't have the insight that we did. They treated people sometimes pretty badly. We're getting better at it. We're not perfect. We've got a yeah. long ways to go, but we're better at it. We're kinder to something. each other, right? Yeah. But we've got a long way to go. Yeah. So don't stop now. If you're with me, if you're listening to this right now and you get what I'm saying, join this army of kindness. In fact, I've got a Facebook group, group called Tribe of Kindness. That's what we need to be is we need to be all just one big tribe of kindness. And we need to be so, um, how should we say, kind and careful with each other. Mm -hmm. Take each other into a very, uh, how should we say, we've all been given this fragile trust to take care of each other. Yeah. The better we do it, the more power we're all going to have. And I hope that one day, you know, very soon that we reach a tipping point where, quite frankly, it'll be like how smoking used to be, right? Remember mm. like in the 1950s and 60s, everybody smoked, right? It was mm. the cool thing to do. But now yeah. there's so many people who are against it that you're kind of like the weirdo if you're smoking, yeah. Yeah. right? And I, I feel like that's the way the future is going to be because our generations, especially with the way the internet's made the world so small, we've got to learn to get along. Right? We've got to understand that we're just like each other. We've got to understand that we're here for each other. And, and, and little things like skin color are not a sign of negativity. It's a sign of beauty and it's a sign to be celebrated and it's our diversity and we're excited. And we've got to realize that we can't really paint the pictures of beauty unless we have all the colors. We've got yeah. to have them all. Correct. Right? We've got to have yeah. them all and we've got to celebrate them all. And so until we learn how to do that, we're just playing really at, how should we say, uh, we're playing with the brakes on. Mm -hmm. We need to stop. Yeah. Right? We can't do that. We're playing with the old phone, right? Back to our analogy. <laughs> yeah, playing yeah. with the old phone. Hey, everybody, it's time for an upgrade. Let's do this, right? Whoa. That's what it is. Yeah, I love that. I'm, yeah. trying to remember, I'm trying to remember what the, this is reminding me of a, it's basically a, a canvas that has a lot of, it's a piece of art that has a lot of uh, different pieces put together, a lot of different colors. Mm. Um, it's a lot of different colors of glass, I believe it is. It starts. Yeah, you're M. right. I remember it that. It starts with M, but it's not coming to me right now. Like um, a mosaic almost. I think I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's a lot of different colors and a lot of different pieces of glass are all put together. And the art is only art when all of these things come together, regardless of the color, right. the size, and the type of glass. And that's what we have yeah. to do. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that and that we got across to this topic as well. Um, I think it's so, so, so timely. And of course, uh, we'll, we'll have the, the links and, and the other handles for you so that persons can join the tribe and of course, watch the movie because that's what we're talking about here. How thoughts become things. Um, a, a really, really powerful movie, um, especially now. Um, trust me, it's very prevalent. You're going to want to watch that. And talking about the movie and, and seeing that we're talking about in terms of vibrating on a higher level and getting into the right circle. Um, so many persons on the actual movie or that can be seen in the actual movie. Um, who are some of the persons that we can see in the movie? Well, we've got people like Bob Proctor and Dennis Waitley and Joe Vitale and Marie Diamond, um, Bob Doyle, John Osroff, and so many of the names that you know from Thought Leadership. So yeah. there's a lot of really great people that are in there. Um, you know, Obviously, I think our, our mission was to try and provide the most value and the most use that mm -hmm. anyone, you know, can, can benefit from it. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope we've done it. I think we've done it. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. it's also important to recognize that it's just the beginning of the conversation. And so 
there's still so many cool ideas that we need to talk about, but this will at least get us to the next stage, the next yeah. level. Let's get ready and, and keep it going. Yeah. So, so when you come up with these ideas, it basically spark another idea then. They, they help you get closer to that, I guess, that one big idea that you would have probably had um, a while back. Mm-hmm. We were just like this one movie that probably has almost everything you wanted to mention. Yeah, I, you know, and, and here's the deal is, I mean, I wish I could say everything I wanted to say in one movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great movie. And, and the other three that I did before this were also great movies. They covered yeah. different aspects of things. But I think the one thing, too, to just remember is that because we're always changing as people mm-hmm. based on our experiences that we have and the outcomes yeah. that we have and the new things that we learn, I already know this will not be my last movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've actually got plans for for what I want to do next on the next movie. I haven't talked too much about this, but but we've got some ideas in the work for the next one. But um, it's not dealing with thought. It's dealing with another thing that I think we need to be aware of. Um, but I'll reveal that coming up. So stay <laughs> tuned. <laughs> it's coming. Well, he's already <laughs> working on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's, we're having that's... fun. Yeah, we are, as always, as always. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, funny enough, even though the title is How Thoughts Become Things, you'll kind of realize that there's so many other things <laughs> that actually come up in the movie from mm. fear and managing toxic people and all sort of things. And what else can someone expect um, while trying to uh, watch this movie? Well, I think one of the things that I'm, I'm happy we discuss a lot of is the idea of programming and mm-hmm. negative thinking yeah. and how to kind of manage our negative thinking and why it's not uh, the end of the world if we occasionally have negative thoughts, right? Right. So I I think that there's a lot of things that are there. Um, The other thing that we talk about, uh, which I think is kind of neat, is uh, everything from feelings of self-worth and self-confidence, where that comes from, uh, improving relationships, where that comes from, uh, not only relationships with a significant other or maybe your children or whatever, but even in a work environment, like how do you change that? And then Mm -hmm. I love this idea also of what we think about also affects those that we're thinking about, right? You remember we talked about the balloons in the film? So that was kind of neat. Um, I also like what one of the speakers talked about, about what, what we surround ourselves with becomes like a 3D vision board. Mm-hmm. Three-dimensional vision board that we're living in. It's, there's yeah. so many things that I like. I could go That's off for a time. My vision board is in the back, guys. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I love so many of those ideas also. And then about how to create abundance. And you already mentioned overcoming fear. And, and I think that's a powerful thing. And, you know, I just think that there's so many, uh, you know, one of the other things I really liked is in, in the film how one of the speakers is talking about how social media, television, radio, it's one of yeah. the greatest hypnotists that's ever been. Whoa, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it's true. We kind of surrender our, our desires to be on autopilot because of so many things that are around us conditioning us to be yeah. on autopilot. So Correct. there's just so many things in the film. I don't know. I mean, there, there's a few, but you got to see the film. I mean, there's, it goes yeah, far beyond to. that. But you I, don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe it in the other way. Yeah, that's totally fine. I mean, the, the film is different in so, 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 so many occasions um, as we're, you know, as we're starting to unfold at this moment. And in terms of the, the thought, um, is there anything, right? Is there anything that you think that thought can't create? Well, I, I think uh, everything is really created by a th- yeah. thought. But I guess the one thing that is interesting, what... For example, what I can't help you create, 
right? Like I can give mm. you a strategy. Like yeah. because yeah. I interviewed the 400 world's top tiers, I can show you how to build wealth. I can show you how to build higher networks. I can show you how to do all of these things. But the one thing that I cannot do for you is create a desire. Whoa. Right? That's something that you must determine on yourself. Mm. You must determine your commitment, your willingness, your uh, desire to sacrifice and make changes, your desire to do it, your ability to believe. Those things all must come in, inside of you. And that's yeah. never a gift that someone else can give you. We can inspire it by the groups mm -hmm. that we hang around with, mm -hmm. but even the groups that you hang around with, um, you know, they, they can't change your life unless you decide that you want that. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. And you know, what, what, what's the hope on your end? I think we dealt with the other end in terms of what the audience um, can get. Um, but what do you hope that yeah. it can get? Well, I, I, what I really hope that people will do is just really dial into the better version of themselves. Yeah. Here's the deal is one of my friends once said it this way. He said that everyone is already wealthy. It's just that their wealth appears in the form that they value most. So the question is, what do you value most? Mm -hmm. What is it that you value most? And I'm going to invite you to seek after that, right? Mm -hmm. If you know what's, what you value most, seek after that. And I guess with a little caveat, I, I want to share this. And this is yeah, important too, no is problem. that most people have heard the saying that says happiness is a choice. Mm, well, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I, I not too long ago had the chance to speak in a prison in North Carolina. Oh. And there were a lot of guys in there who had made some choices that I yeah. think at the time they felt would make them happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they found themselves later in prison because they mm. made bad choices. So happiness is not just a choice. Happiness is making a choice but it's also having that choice attached to a consequence that you are going to enjoy a wow. consequence. that's going to expand you. <laughs> wow. It's going to make you more. It's going to give you the ability to make more choices, right? Yeah. Isn't that the best mm -hmm. choice? A choice that leads to more choices. What's worse is a choice that leads to limited choices. Yeah. So happiness is not just a choice, right? And your mm -hmm. greatest self that I hope you discover with this film is not yeah. just a choice. Yeah. I hope that you discover the consequences of mm -hmm. the choices that you make to be very, very pleasing to you, that they expand you, they inspire you, they ignite you, they unlock your best potential. Those are the consequences that you want, right? I, I, and I, by I, the way, I, I, a, immediate gratification rarely gets you there. This yeah, yes. I think, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember that quote, but it'll, it'll come to me in terms of the gratification. Um, but I think it's, I think it's to do with fast success builds ego and slow success builds character. I believe that's it. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think that that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there are persons that are listening to this um, and, and probably will see the title and think, okay, this is not for me. Simplicity generally fools those that, that have high egos. Yeah, I mean, it happens. And for those that are still here, congratulations to you, of course. I always say this in the middle of my show, like, you know, welcome to the 1% club, you know, welcome to the family. And yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, in terms of that, like, now that we're on this, you know, um, thoughts and manifesting and attracting, you know, is it possible for anyone to do it? Yeah. Absolutely it is. Yeah, in fact, everyone's already doing it, whether they realize it or not. Mm. <laughs> You're already creating whether you're aware of it or not you're determining your outcomes right oh. so if you're not happy with the outcomes that you're currently creating my invitation to you is level up it's time <laughs> it's time for? it's time correct you time. know they can definitely level up uh, with the movie and uh, now that we're talking about the movie is it going to be a book 
Yes, actually, it's funny. I was chatting with the publisher this morning. Uh, the book, uh, I think that we're hoping for somewhere around November, just before Christmas. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, those kind of things are out of my hands. Yeah, we just kind of get working with them on it. And yeah, but we are excited that there is a book coming. Yes, great. And of course, um, where, where can persons find the, the movie? And, and of course, your handles, where can we get yeah. through to you? Yeah, so the best place to find the movie is simply howthoughtsbecomethings.com, just like yeah. that, howthoughtsbecomethings.com. And certainly if you like anything that I've had to say today, which mm. I feel honored if you did, um, we've got a lot of free tools and, and resources that are out there based on my interviews with the 400 of the world's top achievers. Uh, you can find me obviously through a channel that we have on YouTube. So my name, Douglas Ramirez. I'm on Instagram, Douglas Ramirez, mm. uh, social media like Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And if you really you know, love what we're doing and would love to accelerate it, reach out to us. And we've got a lot of cool things that we do and programs that we have. Um, you know, you can find also some of my books and materials on Amazon as well. So, Wow, amazing, amazing. I know that I had value from this. And of course, if you had value, I'll make sure that you reach out to him. I'll at least tell him no and get involved with the, you know, the tools, the community. I love the one that you mentioned earlier. There was one you mentioned earlier in terms of kindness. Um, oh yeah, Tribe of Kindness. You yes. can just type that into Facebook, Tribe of Kindness. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a group that we started where people can report their ideas on how to be kinder every day. And yeah. some people uh, even share videos of the results of the kindness mm -hmm. and yeah. others give suggestions. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Wow. Yeah. So I love that. I think all of these things are necessary. How thoughts to be, how thoughts become things, the movie. And of course you can check out the website, howthoughtsbecomethings.com. And Douglas will be there. I dare not mention the last name, um, but he can give you again <laughs> so that you can get social media. Yeah. Vermeeran. Yeah. In fact, most likely you'll see it printed at the bottom when we do the zoom calls. So correct. I think it comes up every time. I yeah. See oh it. yeah. It's there. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. If you even Google how thoughts become thing and just type in Douglas, it'll show you my last name. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Brilliant. Boom, done. Right. <laughs> easy. So yeah, we got, yeah. we got a lot, way. a lot of value here. And as I, as I would have mentioned to him, um, we normally do a, a gem of the day at the end. And I know this is totally off for him right now. So if it was one thing or one phrase, that you can leave the audience with that ties back to everything we talked about, what would it be? So here it is. If we think about all of our success, all of our failures, all of our things in life, here it goes. If you own it, you can change it. And so you need to be personally responsible for what you're creating. If you own it, you can change it. Don't deny what you are doing that's not working. Own it. And the things that are working, own those too. Mm -hmm. right? Wow, wow, wow. I love that. I love that. Is there anything that, that you want to mention before we, before we hop off that we didn't get to talk about? <laughs> just remember that you're brilliant. Yeah, just remember that you're brilliant and you've got amazing things yet to come. So seek after them. Do everything within your power to become the greatest you that you could possibly be because that's what the world needs right now. That's what that's we need. It. So go out there and do good things and become the best you can be. Exactly. The world is waiting for you and your greatest self to show up. So thank you so much, Douglas, uh, for joining us. How thoughts become things. This is Motivational Mondays and my name is Turo, or Turo as you know. And uh, that's it for this episode. Hope you really enjoyed. Thank you for tuning in to Motivational Mondays. Listen to our podcast on Anchor FM Apple Podcast. and Hot95.3FM.com.